10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Young Hyrule boys, you know what's up? We in the building. Yeah! Like Link, yes, I'm feeling like a warrior. If I fill up with the roof, then it's over. And the inner boss, I thought I told ya. Me, the Ravali, Zelda, Hyrule warriors. How her on my back, so don't run up on me. She can slay, they too late, we see them boys coming. Reach, you got that lightning, you know, got that back. We, them Hyrule boys, we must have Trying to start a war Should've seen them boys' faces when I pulled that master sword I must protect Princess Zelda at all costs No bathtub but again, it about to get washed Flame breaker armor, it's about to get hot I just bought that giant ancient core out the shop When I'm on the field, I'm colder than the ice choo-choo When it found all the champions and made them my crew uh, Guardian sword got me feeling great My whole team ready now, open up the gates Yes, I'm feeling like a warrior. If I pull up with the roof, then it's over. And the inner boss, I thought I told ya. Me, the Ravali, Zelda, Hyrule Warriors. How her on my back, so don't run up on me. She can slay, they too late, we see them boys coming. Read you got that lightning, you know, got that back. We, them Hyrule boys, we must have been it. Yeah. This is the age of calamity. Evil might take your family. Just don't lose your insanity. Cause winning's what the plan will be. Don't panic. Be the way I be slashing is automatically. I'm ninja kicking, infiltrated. Airborne like Revali. Boy, I move like Reed. You call up me for we gon' leave you in a pool full of terror. You need Zelda. I can link you. This master sword is lethal. Yes, I leave them all see through. I got heads too and my vest too. Boy, I wouldn't wanna be you. Yes, you guessed it. You stepped into some mess you can't get out. Ain't got that player in the leg. On your head, you stressing now. Watch and see, we wreck the town. Word of mouth, they checking round. Yeah, you good, but I'm more the high rule warrior. If I pull up with the roof, then it's over. And the inner boss, I thought I told ya. Me, the Ravali, Zelda, Hyrule Warriors. How her on my back, so don't run up on me. She can slay, they too late, we see them boys coming. Read, you got that lightning, you know, got that back. We, them Hyrule boys, we must have been. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Earth Mac, the mad scientist. And shout out to Thanos Rick, my co-host here. Uh, <clears throat> he actually had uh last minute engagement he had to deal with. So we are the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Hopefully he was able to come in uh the studio and, and help me out a little bit. But I hope you guys had an awesome, awesome Monday. We got a lot to cover today. In regards to like some sci-fi news, some manga, and a special anime release date. And there was a release last week on Netflix, as well as Eternals over the past over this weekend. So there was a lot going on over this weekend. So we got a lot to cover. Now, first now, we're gonna normally we go into wrestling the last half of the show, but you know, I, I gotta go into Monday Night Raw. 
from last night. <clears throat> and, of course, now for the Monday night football, the Pittsburgh Steelers squeaked by the Chicago Bears, which I'm going to be – you know what? I'm going to keep it 100. Pittsburgh didn't really beat Chicago. Chicago beat Chicago. I mean, those penalties was crazy. Crazy, man. Like that taunting penalty, that was bullshit all day. Like how much grass was between, you know, Marsh and and the Pittsburgh sideline? Like what what was going on there? Like I I didn't understand that. That was a that was that was a good defensive play. Then you give them a fresh set of downs because of taunting. That is the most bullshit calls I have ever seen in all the history of football, man. That 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 call itself taunting should not be there, like at all. This is football. This is the NFL. L. Like what what you tackle somebody like, oh good, good, you know, good tackle. You know what I'm saying? Hope you are right. Nah, this is the NFL, man. This is the NFL. You win games. I mean, especially a game of this caliber. It's Monday night football. This is the only football game that is on for this day. And it's prime time. And you just returned a fumble. You know, you grab you got the fumble and returned it for a TD. You got a TD pass, and now you pull off a defensive play to basically end the game, and the ref going to call a taunting call? Like, who paying these refs? Now, now there was some legitimate ref calls, like, with the offsides. Like, that was ridiculous. Like, there's no way you should get that many offside calls back-to-back with the same player. That just... What is going on? So Chicago, in a in a in a word, beat themselves. Justin Fields put them in position. The Chicago defense put them in position. But it's that taunting call that just just boggles my mind. It, it really really grinds my gears. With with what was going on. So I mean, honestly, Pittsburgh is five and three. I want to say they're probably number two in the division. And I'm not sure where we place in the division. I don't know. We dropped the number four. I don't know. We dropped the last place or or what? I don't know. We still at third because I think we at third because we are two and one in the division and we got the most wins in, in the division. And the AFC is really crazy. Like it has changed the number one spot in the AFC like several times in the past seven to eight weeks. Like, it, it changed so many times. We were number one. Now Baltimore is number one. And I think Buffalo was number one at one point. So it's like it, it, AFC is really a fight. It is literally a fight, especially AFC North Division because everybody got winning records, you know, in the division. So it's really a toss-up as far as who's going to, you know, who's going to win the division. So, you know, we got a bye week coming up, and hopefully we can reset and refocus and get our dubs in like we normally do us because, I mean, honestly, Cincinnati is a high-caliber team. and I mean, we have proven that this season, the caliber of people that we have beaten. And those last two losses stung. They, I mean, it stung hard. We could have beat beat the Browns like 10 times over. But last night, though, yeah, I, I still question that taunting call, man. I, this Just taunting all just in general. That's stupid. That is That is a stupid – Stupid ref call, but in anyway, anyway, yeah. But so we got uh Monday Night Raw last night, and I, I'm I'm gonna give it to you straight. As far as the matches is concerned, like the actual physicality of the matches, all the matches are actually pretty decent. All all the matches are actually pretty good. 
Now, uh, starting with Seth Rollins defeating uh, Kevin Owens via, via countout. As you ought to know, the storyline goes with Kevin Owens that he's trying to prove himself that I'm not a bad guy. Like, you know, I, I've changed. Uh, I don't have that many friends. I, I, I don't have this and this and this and this. And it really started last week with Big E and him capitalizing on a Seth Rollins, you know, interference. So, but he ended up getting rolled up in the first place and Big E is mad because he took advantage. I mean, that that part don't really make sense to me because if you're in a match with someone and that guy is down, I'm going to pin you. Like, that's not really a bad, like, I'm going to just wait till you get up. Like, that never happened. I never seen that happen in wrestling, whether it's a good guy or a bad guy. If somebody interfered in the match, they take advantage of it. So I, I get what kind of story they're trying to spin. Kevin Owens is really a better heel than anything. Um, So uh, according to CBS, it says, and Owens' heel turn is certainly fine. He's a lovable guy, and the fans gravitate toward him, but he is also a complete monster as a heel, and Raw needs more heels, even ones who are believed to be leaving WWE in three months. The turn was also necessary because so much of the story felt like a way to waste time and help fill three hours with no matches to build toward the head of Survivor Series. Now with Owens' turn, there's something meaty to look forward to next week. Now, uh, CBS actually gave it a B-. Kevin Owens is indeed a monster heel. He is a better heel than he is a babyface. Like, he is a monster as a heel. Just let him loose. Let him loose. And Survivor Series is really Raw versus SmackDown. That, that's really what it is. Um, I think for the past few years, Raw versus SmackDown was the, was the premise of it. And <laughs> Top Gun says bad writing, man. I, I don't think that's so much as bad writing, but I, I think I would have just lingered that just a little bit longer with Kevin Owens. But I understand why they made him a heel because they're not enough heels on Raw for for Big E to face. So you need more heel guys that that need that needs to face uh Big E because it's very hard to pull off a baby face versus a baby face. It's very hard to pull that off because it's the crowd interaction. You don't know who to cheer for. You may have a situation where it's going it could be like Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt in the hell in a cell because the crowd love Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins at the same time. So you really split hairs and you made that match very terrible because you put two, in a sense, faces against each other. And it sometimes it don't that don't work. So um um and <laughs> Mio says, Well, I wonder why there aren't enough heels. I, I don't know. Honestly, well, actually, I, I kind of, in a sense, do. I think there are heels in the WWE, but they are a ceiling that they can't go past. Like, they can be a heel to a certain extent. And I don't know. AEW don't have all these investors, like, with their hand in the pot and saying, oh, yeah, we want this guy on TV or this female on TV or whatever. Uh, whatever the case may be. And I think WWE has a lot, is a publicly traded company. So you can't have those edgy, edgy, edgy heels on TV, especially if you are catering towards kids. So you add a threshold, you add a ceiling. And, and not saying that they can't go past it because they can, but 
you know, you you run the risk of maybe losing some investors there. So I, that, that's my theory. That's my theory on the situation. Now, um, now there's some other things that happened on Raw. Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, AJ Styles, and Omos defeated RK Bro Street Profits via pinfall. Um, Ziggler snuck in to, to steal the pin, and you already know how I feel about Robert Roode. You already know how I feel about Dolph Ziggler. These are workhorses. AJ Styles, I know why AJ Styles is with Omos. They they do not need to split. And they don't it they do not need to split right now. They just don't. Because you know, Omos still has a lot to learn. And to split him from AJ and put him in singles, that would be detrimental to his career. I I really think that would be that would hurt him more than help him. So I for for now, you know, AJ and Omos just keep them together at this point. You know, some people may disagree, but, you know, you got to look at the bigger picture with it when it comes to Omos. You know, he, I mean, he needs more time in the ring to go up against people and stuff like that because he's a big guy. He's a really big guy. So um, I like RK, bro. Um, and that that's per Randy's request. I know <laughs> I know Thanos Rick agreed because he's like, I'm not going to put him them two together. But, you know, honestly, if... You know, you got a, what, 14-time or 13-time world champion? I mean, he don't done everything there is to do under the sun and in Randy Orton. Um, why not put him together with, you know, Matt Riddle? You know, why not put him together if he wants to work with this guy because he, he sees something in him and he's in the business to to make young stars. So, I mean, that I mean, the story writes itself. So, I like them together. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeated uh, Dominique Mysterio via submission with the hurt lock. Lashley dominated the match from start to finish, intentionally drawing the match out, punishing Mysterio. And the match was made by Adam Pearce for Mysterio's spot on Raw Survivor Series team. And Lashley takes a spot on that team. So that makes it very interesting with SmackDown. Uh, Big E defeated Chad Gable via pinfall. Otis got in the ring, stared down the WWE champion. There may be an Otis Big E match coming at some point. Reggie regained the 24-7 championship. Liv Morgan defeated. Oh, Liv Morgan defeated Carmella, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley. By rolling up Carmella, Dewdrop attacked Belair during the match, falling through on a tease heel turn early in the night during a segment with Raw Women's Locker Room members arguing backstage. Morgan will receive a title shot at a result of her victory. Uh, no, I don't think Belair is getting buried. Um, I think they're getting her away from the title picture for now because she don't need to be there because she already been in three title matches already. And you put her back in the title picture right now will actually hurt her more than help her because the fans will probably get tired of seeing her in title matches. And then you, in, in turn, you would turn the fans on her, which that should not happen. So I will get her away from the title picture at this time, put her in other feuds, and then eventually put her back in the title picture where, you know, where she will main event again. It, it, it's always an up and down thing. Um, Belair, uh, BC says Belair will be back by next Mania, probably winning it there. Yeah, probably winning it there. there there's a high probability. Yeah, again, that goes back. There's not enough heels on Raw. It, there's just not. So if you got, but now also look at the, the amount of wrestlers that got released. Eva was released. I mean, we thought Eva was going to get released, you know, 
way back when but she was in a situation with with uh dewdrop and dewdrop turned face but at the same time you don't have enough heel people i mean becky wants to be a heel that's her character but fans don't see that in becky but if you kind of like see dewdrop and you kind of see someone like her you know insulting bel-air saying why are you in this match didn't you lose a title match like three times already why you know stuff like that like the, the promo that she cut on bel-air sounds heelish and for crowd standpoint they don't like dewdrop talking that way so if you got somebody like that talking talking dirty or doing something dirty to a fan favorite like bel-air that makes her a heel and that might that might put more heat on i'm gonna just call her popper niven because i don't like that dewdrop name because popper niven can do her do work so uh bc says dewdrop reminds me of bertha Fay." oh bertha Fay, yeah um mio said i feel like the women's division need bailey back she is an awesome heel she is she she definitely is it's just that she need bailey's still injured she needs time to heal you know to be 100 percent. if i was wwe i would put bailey on the raw I, I would move her over and would you rather have the queen in a title match instead of lift um nah i i can't i can't say that because in my opinion i feel like Liv was supposed to be the queen and had the queen's crown anyway and and again this is long-term planning maybe they already said okay well you're not going to win the queen's crown but you're going to get a title shot that's your caveat to that so if i was live i would take the title shot i would just take that and you got to look at how organic Liv got over with the crowd. Not how you personally feel, but look how she is with the crowd. The crowd loves her. She like look at the stuff that she done been through. She done been with the riot scribe, Ruby uh, Ruby Riot. Ruby, you know, got let go by the WWE. She's pretty much alone in a sense. And Ruby's in AEW. And Liv is out here fending for herself. And she did it effortlessly and she's over with the crowd and everything else and i think because of ruby leaving that probably added a little bit more more uh more prestige to to live so to have her in the title picture that's not to say that she's gonna win it but she may have a good showing against charlotte so there's that so live is over with the crowd and she's put it like this WWE is in the business of creating superstars, and Liv is one of those. She's she's definitely one of those. You got Liv, you got Bianca, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and Liv is in that. Liv, oh, and now Zelina Vega. If you if you marketed her right, because Zelina is a very accomplished wrestler, a very accomplished wrestler. She does her thing. Yeah. So I mean. You know, Liv is, I, I believe Liv has a, uh, a a fighting chance here. I mean, just by the crowd reactions, man, you got you to gotta look at the crowd reactions to her. You got to look at the crowd reactions. So we, we'll see how it goes. As far as Bianca, you know, she's not going to be in the title pitch. I mean, but look at this match. You kind of can tell who's going to win. Rhea Ripley is a tag team champion. So you already know, and you've already seen her face Charlotte a few times already. X that out. Carmella. Carmella is a heel. Why would you have a heel versus a heel? X her out. Bianca Belair, 
I'm sorry, not, I say not Charlotte, but Becky. Let me let me phrase Becky because Becky is the is the champion. But Bianca Belair, she just had a match the week prior. X that out. So at this point, the only person left is Liv Morgan. Like you don't have to watch the match to know who's going to win that match. You just don't have you ain't got to watch the match because it's just is a process of elimination. Rhea already faced, uh, I'll say Charlotte, but Rhea already been in the title picture several times, and she's a tag team champion. Ace her out. Carmella is a heel, can't face another heel in Becky. That's out, and Bianca just faced Becky the week prior. If you wanted to add something to it, just people that never faced Becky or never been in the title picture, maybe that would add a little bit more mystery as far as who's going to win. But looking at this, looking at that match right there, you ought to know. Off rip, who was going to win. So, there's that with Monday Night Raw. Now, I mean, as far as the matches is concerned, the matches were good. Um, Big E would definitely need more heels to face. Um, this whole Seth Rollins program, I am thoroughly excited about that. I am very excited about Big E and Seth Rollins. That, that is something that I want to see, and I cannot wait. It will, okay, and what was the purpose of Vega winning the Queen? So, okay, so notice like with King in the Ring, People that win King of the Ring, eventually they do be in the title picture, but it's not immediate. But they they are at the forefront of things, but it's not like an immediate title picture. So for the most part, it don't happen all the time. Now look at Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods win King of the Ring, which he advocated for. He advocated for the King of the Ring tournament to come back. He wins it. He has his own theme music now, and he is set to face Roman Reigns one-on-one as far as who's going to rule the kingdom of SmackDown. Right, so if Woods wins, I I, I guess if Woods win, uh, I guess uh, Reigns will bend the knee. But you know, Reigns probably going to win. But Xavier is going to have a hell of a match with Reigns, and I can't wait to see that on SmackDown, honestly. And uh, Taka said, and they about to get the tag title back. There's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. But Reigns will face Woods. One-on-one on SmackDown. Now, here's Survivor Series. Because some of these feuds that you're seeing going to get put on hold, if I'm not mistaken, because you got SmackDown versus Raw. You kind of got to put your, your personal feelings, quote-unquote, you know, by the wayside because you got to see who is the dominant brand. Like, who's who's the, the winner of this situation? Who Who's the number one show, SmackDown or Raw? fighting wise so you gotta you gotta look at that and me also say it's gonna be a great match but i foresee woods getting choked out yep i foresee i said the same thing he's gonna get yoked out unless someone interferes in the match someone calls calls roman reigns to lose you know what i'm saying roman you know roman loses he still lose strong because it took somebody interference he didn't get beat beat straight up or anything like that so i mean who knows who knows? <laughs> Biggie interfering like a motherfucker. Well, well, BCs, at first, I'm like, nah, he's on Raw. But again, but check it out. SmackDown versus Raw. And if Biggie shows up and does something to Roman on SmackDown and Woods wins, I get it. I get it. I get it. 
Now you build that little story between Roman and Big E before Raw and SmackDown. Now, will Big E lose this match? I don't know. That one makes it very interesting because these are two two, two guys that are favorites by Vince McMahon, right? He loves Roman Reigns. He loves Big E. Now you got them facing each other. I mean, this is probably like a dream come true, actually, sort of kind of a dream match. So who truly wins this match? It might take Seth Rollins to interfere in this match to cause Big E to lose this match, which means Big E still be strong. Roman is still strong. So I foresee that happening. I foresee that happening. Now, Mio Soria says that'll set up a hell of a match at Survivor Series. Yes, it does. It would. That It would. Well, see, no, well, the thing is with uh, Survivor Series, you know, Top Gun, is that uh, whenever there's Survivor Series, SmackDown versus Raw, it's always non-title. It's basically who who's the more dominant because they tally you up at the end of the night who got the most wins, either Raw or SmackDown. So it's never like a, a title match involved in the situation. It's just more like, you know, these are bragging rights. You're playing for bragging rights. But I... BCs, you put up a good point. You put up a good point. What if Big E actually interferes and, and actually allows Xavier Woods to actually get the dub? We'll see, man. We, we'll see, man. Now, uh, we're going to take a music break here, and we're going to jump into some Star Wars Rogue Squadron. I got some news for you guys, as well as some uh, new manga. All right? So we're going to take a quick, quick uh music break and we will be back with some more orange phoenix morning show all right yeah yeah baker man mario kart legend yeah i'm with it catch me on any course in any cart <laughs> yeah in my go-kart i'm a Track like Mozart. Hey, hey, you know I go hard. hard. Underdog, yeah, I turn to a superstar. Hey, hey, in my ATB, trying to get top three at the Chip Chip Beach. Hey, y'all hey. know about me. I get wins on Switch and Nintendo Wii. Yeah, at the Donut Place. First place, yeah, I think I did okay. okay. Came in the game with a Yoshi bike. Uh -huh. Green in my wallet, I'm a Yoshi type. Uh -huh. Might get it in at the Rainbow Road. Whoa. Not run fast, but your car too slow. Got a red shell for all my foes. Young Baker, the legend, yeah, I'm after the goal. Let's go. I'm a beast on the street, just like that. I'm a beast with the beat. Made me a face like Lil Ouija. Uh -huh. In other words, none of y'all wanna race me. Baker Man, aka Drip King. Race to the line like cop to a scene. Blue Falcon, yeah, that's on me. See how I rock in MUCD. Yeah, at the shot got boss. Crowd cheering on with a yelling applause. Bowser, I promise you, not ready, my dog. Like racer, couldn't roll heavy, my dog. Go chaser. I be in the master cycle like Zelda. Gotta keep Trump Wars tires, we dealing. Everyone else behind me, I'm sailing. Baby, the paper glider, yeah. Huh. In my go kart, I'm a fool on the track like Mozart. Hey, you know I go hard. Underdog, yeah, I turn to a superstar. Hey, in my ATB, trying to get top three at the Chip Chip Beach. Hey, y'all know about me, I get wins on Switch and Nintendo Wii. Yeah, at the Donut Plains. First place, yeah, I think I did okay. Came in the game with a Yoshi bike. Green in my wallet, I'm a Yoshi type. Might get it in at the Rainbow Road. Not run fast, but your car too slow. Got a red shell for all my foes. Young Baker, the legend, yeah, I'm after the gold. Let's go. And we're back here at the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. That was Baker, the legend, with uh, Mario Kart 8 rap. 
Uh, shout out to Baker the Legend for <clears throat> allowing me to play some of his music. And uh, there's a lot of other independent artists at, out here, too, because I know you hear it in the background. I know, you, I know lately we've been doing music breaks and stuff like that. So these guys um, usually have SoundCloud, they have Instagram, they have YouTube, and I kind of reach out to them. And uh, I just want their music played on the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Now, these seats actually hit me with a live chat. He said, hey, man, we still got some wrestling to talk about. Yes. So over the weekend, uh, I attended Palmetto Championship Wrestling once again. And there, uh, BC's met Queen. She met Queen and and uh, DJ. And this was DJ's very first wrestling show, period. And his birthday is actually coming up this, uh, this coming Friday. And he thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy himself man he was screaming his ass off screaming his ass off like he didn't know what was going on i mean he just saw these flips and kicks and everything else obviously we all are pro wrestling fans and uh we got a new pcw heavyweight champion and chip day chip day is the new pcw champion here and uh, we got thanos rick in the building thanos rick what is happening what is up what's up what's it what's happening man you, you know i was just talking about pcw palmetto championship wrestlemania as always a spectacular show and uh you know uh buffalo Self connection okay you know shout out to those boys uh sean legacy and and, and those are uh, huge one piece fan and actually dj actually went in the back and met ethan case and him and sugar shout out to those guys and during uh, during the show, right before the main event, they actually gave me the mic. They gave me the mic, so I talked to the crowd during the show, during the wrestling show, and presented a f- two physical copies of Orange Phoenix Magazine featuring Palmetto Championship Wrestling in its full splendor. So I'd like to personally thank Ethan Case, Henry Sugars, and all of the Palmetto Championship Wrestling family and uh, training you know, for allowing me to be a part of the show and allow me to go to training and and take pictures and have them on the front cover. So shout out to those guys. And uh, chances are I will be at the December fourth show. Um, that's coming because I talked to Henry and he t- told me what the next show is going to be. And uh, I will definitely uh, try my best to be in the building. And BC says JD Drake actually pulled something off that Vader style moonsault from the top rope. That's why Legacy rolled up rolled him up quick. Yes, yes, I did. I did caught that. Um, so. I talked to JD Drake. <laughs> I talked to JD Drake. I, I said, "Hey man, you good?" And he said, "Man, you said it hurts like hell." He said, "But I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight." JD reminds me of this old school. Arn, he gave me Arn Anderson vibes. He really gives me Arn Anderson vibes, like enforcer vibes. Like this is a guy that you really don't want to be in. Um, he don't want to be in the ring with. You don't want to be like in a fist fight with this guy. You might get knocked out. There's a possibility you're going to get knocked out. But Thanos Rick, man, what's going on with you, brother? Nothing much, man. Sorry I'm late. I had to take care of some other business, but I'm here. What, uh-huh. what have I missed, E? What have I man, missed? Man, well, we talked about Monday Night Raw in the first segment, you know, for the results. Who won, you know, the setups and, st- and Kevin Owens turning heel and stuff like that. So it was a pretty decent Raw, actually. Well, that that Kevin Owens turn, I mean, that was a shocker. No, it wasn't. 
It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're shot. <laughs> oh man, this is. You know, I'm I'm still kind of mad about these releases, but you know, I, I don't know if you saw Nia Jackson's statement and Keith, yeah, and, and Keith Lee's statement, but mm-hmm. you know, they they seem perturbed. You know what I'm saying by by these decisions. So I mean, I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know. Is is wrestling is weird right now, you know? It, it it is a little bit. It is a but. But again, like if it was if it was three years ago, I would be worried about these about these uh, performers. But it's not three years ago because you have all these wrestling companies that are willing to pay for these performers after the 90 days is up with or 30 depends on you know who's contracted the right way or not um i said bad choice words right way or not well it depends on how people are contracted you know whether it's 30 or 90 days then <clears throat> and there you go and top gun says orange says bell <laughs> bell is is still not buried rob and he don't believe us so <laughs> so thanos rick so i gave a rundown on the on the one of the matches, right? Okay. So it was a multi-person match, and the person that wins the match is going to face Becky Lynch for the for the Raw Women's Title. Okay. Right. Right. So in this match, you got Real Ripley, who was a tag team champion. You got Carmella, which is a heel, mm-hmm. and you got Bianca Belair, who just faced um, Becky last week, and Liv Morgan, who has not gotten a title shot. Who you think won that match? I know it wasn't Ripley. Correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't her. Um, I mean, I would want to say Bianca, logically. She just had a match last week against Becky. For okay. the title. Okay, so Becky didn't. Okay, so Bianca didn't. Oh, so Carmella won it. Nope, she's a heel. Heel can't face a heel. She in the, she in the face. So Liv won, actually. It was a process of elimination. You ain't had to even watch that match to know who's going to win that match. But I did say earlier that um, the Raw doesn't have enough heels. Hence, the Kevin Owens turn and Dewdrop insulting Bianca on the mic and Dewdrop attacking Bel Air during the match, which causing a few, well, I call it, it's Piper Niven. I'm going to call it Piper Niven because I hate that Dewdrop name. But Piper Niven attacking Bel Air was setting up a feud between Bel Air and Piper Niven. And so they, you know, they, there it goes. I, I again, this, this is not a Bianca burial, man. I I, I can't see because she just had three title matches. So it will it will hurt her more to actually be in this title match again because the fans can get tired of seeing her in the title match. And that's that hurts more than help her. So she has to be away from the title picture for a little bit and then bring her back because at that point she's built back up and then BC's put up a good point. She may show up at Mania and win the title there or at a major pay-per-view, which will mean more technically. And Liv is already over with the crowd, you know, despite how, you know, some people personally feel about it. Well, you, you can't have a wrestler continuously competing in these title matches and not winning a title. Right. That's, that's not on the wrestler. That's on creative. So I agree with you that will hurt Bianca. Now 
obviously E and, you know, BC's Top Gun, feel free to chime in. They're seeing, we seem to have a different definition of, of burial. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. we, 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 we're all speaking the same thing, I yeah. guess. But yeah. our, our definition of burial is, is not quite the same. Now, when I see someone, especially a former champion that didn't really hold that title for too long, mm-hmm. give multiple chances and not win, I take that as burying. Now, right. is, it, is it a complete burial? No. No. There, there, there's still some life. But I question if you're trying to make this particular wrestler who just lost that title for not holding it very long, if you're trying to make this particular wrestler on top again, I question the method about, about you going about it. Right. You know Bianca held it for five months. Right, which isn't very long compared to other people. To, right. Compared to other faces, I guess, big names who have yeah. held that title. It's not five months isn't very long. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I held it for like six, maybe seven. But but I don't think there's been a women champion in recent memory that held it for a year. I think five months was a was in a way a threshold, honestly. Cause I don't think no, Bailey had held the title for for a long period, but that's the longest reign I, in recent memory. Charlotte haven't haven't held that title for very long either. I don't, I think last title reign she had only lasted for a month. Cool. Then uh, like Charlotte, yeah, yeah, but uh, Charlotte's different because Charlotte she's won that title so many times, Raw and yeah. and NXT. Like certain certain wrestlers are different. Now BC yeah. BC's I hear what you're saying, but my only thing about that is. Oh, hit me else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, count. <laughs> I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte's a little different. Yeah. And, but, you know, to be seats, you're right. But my thing is, again, Bianca is a is a top-tier, high-level, big brand name. So yeah. I kind of have to put Bianca in a different in a different grouping. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Compared to like an Ember Moon or maybe even a fucking hell, Natalia. Like I, I kind of have to separate the Biancas, the Baileys, the Sh- the Sashas, the Charlottes. They're in a different class. So when you're coming off, you know, again, if 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 you're a big brand name, if you're someone who's over with the crowd and you're 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 moving, you're 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 going, and you lose that title, and how they treat you afterwards, it I have to view it differently. BC, yeah. you're right. You're right. That would be considered burying, but a, a burial of a Bianca or a Charlotte or whoever, I would think that's different than a burial of a, I don't know, a fucking dewdrop or yeah. or, or, or a, a Rhea Ripley. It's different. And hell, Rhea. See, see, Rhea. Oh. Rhea was a mistake. I put I mean whatever they did with Rhea Ripley after Charlotte that that was a mistake. Like the whole tag team thing it's odd and it's odd still. And, and I would consider that a mistake. Uh, I would consider a burial Bianca if you see her running around with everybody else trying to chase this 24/7 title. That is a burial. To me, that's a burial right there. She yeah. went from main event WrestleMania to chasing that 24/7 title title. That is a burial. Yeah, but who but, who were the wrestlers that were chasing that title? I, I can't really think of. Bruh, they they had Jeff Hardy doing it, and people went ballistic. <laughs> people went ballistic. 
Yeah, but and, Jeff, Jeff, see, Jeff is different. I, I don't know if I would put Jeff Hardy though. But I mean, that's only one time that you saw him on TV. That you, that's one time you saw him doing that twenty four seven thing. Everything else is was just he was on TV, or, or whatever the case may be. Or, or another thing, another ideal burial is you see her getting thrown in mud or pie to the face or getting embarrassed constantly, over and over and over again. That's a burial. Like, um, who was getting put through it? Uh, uh, Miro's wife. Her name escapes. Oh, Lana. Uh, Lana. 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 Yeah, yeah. Lana. Lana was getting put through the table every goddamn week. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, every- but Lana's not a. Lana's not a. Like, e again, it's different when you have your bigger stars. I can I'm just see, saying, like, the, the, I can see definition. if you. I mean, because- I can see if you had a Roman Reigns or yeah. a fucking. You know what I'm saying? A Finn Balor chasing that 24 yeah. 7. Okay, that's a fucking burial. That's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But someone like a Titus O'Neil or fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we really don't care about those stars in in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I think some of it. When it comes to Bianca, to yeah. I mean, it, it, when it comes to Bianca, is is again, BC's might be right. I know he mentioned the other day, hey, you know, long game. BC's, I get it. I just, I'm just confused about how they're, it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Because if you really want her to be the man, I guess, you know, in Becky terms, then I don't know why you would go about it this route. Like that doesn't, it still still doesn't make sense to me. That's all. Yeah. And and, and that's totally understandable. (laughs) That's, that's totally understandable. But I, I think sometimes with WWE, that they test you too. Like they're like, okay, well, we're gonna do this and see how you're gonna react. Are you gonna bitch? Or are you gonna moan? Or are you gonna complain? Because if you do that, then you're not gonna get this spot again. But if you kind of like take it to the chin and just keep on booking, then all right, we're gonna put you in this spot down the line or whatever the case may be. Because Bianca is poised to be that face. Like that. That's why I keep saying like this doesn't really hurt Bianca because I know what Bianca is capable of doing and I know what she's going to be the what she's already is and what she's she's going to be greater so I think sometimes we pay too much attention to the situation and not the long game and that kind of that kind of gets us sometimes which is totally understandable because we hold WWE at a standard because well, it, well it's a situation of the wrestler yeah the situation is it's a situation but again when it comes to particular wrestlers you know, we if it was someone else, E, we wouldn't be having these questions. We wouldn't. You know that. I know that. BCs know that. Mark Mills, yeah. Top Gun. We all know if it was certain wrestlers, we wouldn't be having this these these conversations yeah, because we, certain people. You're right. Because, because we get it. We get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, Vince is 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 understandable. Who's who and who isn't? Yeah. We get it. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know, and hell, even even with Rhea. Because I was under the assumption that Rhea was going to be groomed to be the next. She was. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you make her a tag team champion with Nikki Ash. And it's like, okay, that this looks kind of weird. I don't, I don't really get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, is Rhea out of the picture? For now, yeah. As long as she's tag team champion, she ain't going to be in that title picture. <sighs> Unless you turn Rhea heel. I mean, you can easily do that. You can easily do that. I mean, they was teasing that before she was uh became tag team with Nikki Ash. So, I mean, that can easily be done, and that can be your. <clears throat> they need more heels, and Rhea will be a perfect person to be a heel. To be honest, 
Um, I know Alexa Bliss is taking time off, so she should probably come. Honestly, Alexa will probably come back as the Alexa Bliss that we used to know, not the not the character that she was portraying, you know, in the past year or so, because of Bray Wyatt, obviously. But it's you know it, it it's it's very like uh BC says no doubt it's hard to see the point with Bianca, but there's no way they don't do what needs to be done with her unless she didn't do something behind the closed doors that she was asked to. Trish Stratus, Sonny, hint, hint. Oh, yeah, there's that too. Because I'm, <clears throat> I'm not saying Bianca didn't do anything she was supposed to do because I think she's done everything she was supposed to do, honestly. But there's some people, you know, that do some shit behind closed doors that cause them to lose their spot on TV. And then to the fan standpoint, they're like, oh, well, why are you doing this, that person? But we don't know that this happened like there was rumors about Braun Strowman being late like a lot to a certain certain things or to certain meetings or whatever the case may be that's why he wasn't champion for so long or that's why he was you know he was losing these championship title matches but right. people was pissed but it later comes out again these are rumors that you know him in late constantly showing up late so you know what I'm saying it, it's uh, it's really it's really that Bianca ain't doing any of those things there's no rumors about that but well, it's a long game it's a long game Bianca be fine none that we know of I mean I don't I don't really know it's just I, know, I seriously doubt it know, yeah. again again I just question I just question because I've, I've never really seen it done this way before mm-hmm. I'm from the outside it, it looks like they're just putting Bianca in these matches now now you have her with with Dewdrop proper Niven Oh, whatever. whatever. Yeah, I hate that damn name, man. What, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying, and it, it's just like, okay. I mean, this is, I guess, you know, yeah, because you need more heels. So, I mean, Bianca obviously is going to win that feud. She's going to win that feud. I mean, she might lose a match or two, but she's going to win that feud. Well, she's been losing matches. Yeah, I mean, but in, when you're in a feud, you're going to lose a match. But you know, you got a feud that. You know, when you have feuds, feuds, you have at least three or four matches, at least. And usually the final one is kind of like a stipulation or something like that or something crazy. And, you know, it's about the person winning that that feud, not the actual match itself. So, um, Piper Niven. <laughs> Piper, like P-I-P-E-R. Piper Niven. But, yeah. So, I mean, also, this could be another way that that Niven shows her in-ring ability because Bianca is the perfect person to face because both of them are very athletic. Especially, when, I mean, I saw her in, you know, NST. She can go. She can go. Okay, well, let me ask you. How does Zelina Vega fit in all of this? So, Tyler going to ask that earlier. Um now, just because you're a queen or king in the rain doesn't mean you automatically get a title shot. And at least right now. No. You know, eventually you will get there, but she's gonna be on TV more, obviously, with her character and all that other stuff. You know, Xavier Woods, he's already being elevated. You know, he got his own theme music. He's gonna face Roman Reigns on, on SmackDown one on one. Oh, not for that, the title. See, see, see that right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Yeah. I can make a case. If you're gonna do Xavier Woods like that, you gotta do Zelina Vega like that. It's only fair. King of the True. Ring, Queen of the Ring, may not be for the title. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But you've already propped this woman up. 
She's already won Queen of the Ring. You can't right. just, you can't just leave her out there in limbo. You have to put her somewhere with bigger names now because you. But, you but are, here's the thing, though. You There's already put the title on though. her. You, I mean, e you really can't go back from that. I mean, you. I mean, everyone who's won King of the Ring, whatever the case may be, they were propped up in some way, shape, form, and they went on to bigger and better things. I mean, that's just the way it is. So, but here's one thing y'all forget: <laughs> Zelina is not a face. Becky is a heel. You but can't have a heel Zelina go against another the heel. Of the ring, E. Zelina won. I mean, you can't just. I get that. I get that. But she's a heel. You can't, you can't have her feud with, with Becky. E, that won't work. Well, e, unless you, unless, unless, because <laughs> what's going to happen is the fans going to turn and they're going to make Becky a face where that's not what WWE wants to do with Becky. So you can't have Zelina face Becky unless well, it was a face champion like Bianca or Rhea or Nikki ASH. Then. You can have Zelina face those people because it will work because you got a face and a heel. You got to always have the opposite person because it rarely works when you got someone on the same side. It worked yeah. with Goya and Hogan, but it didn't work with Rollins and Bray Wyatt and Hell in a Cell because that shit was terrible. But you've already, you know, elevated Xavier Woods to to that spot like with Roman. Right, I'm, but Roman it, is a heel it, and it, Xavier it, is a face. That's, that's the difference. So you rather just wait for Zelina to... I, <laughs> Zelina already is in the spotlight. She's already on TV every single week. Like she's already doing that. She already is doing matches and winning matches too. So she's not under the radar. It's not like she won and not on TV. She's but you on have TV to have every Zelina, week and winning matches. But you have to have Zelina in the ring with, with a big name, a title contender. You have to. You can't just leave her out there. You, you will. You you will. I How mean, long? How long? I think she no, wait a minute. She already been in the ring with a title contender like the following week. I think it was Rhea. She was already in the ring with. Yeah, but Rhea, Rhea, Rhea isn't former champion. Yes, but Rhea is not a, a contender. She, she's already a tag team champion. Xavier Woods is in it with Roman. No title match on the line, true, but Xavier Woods is still on that in that ring with Roman, the top deal yeah, in, in the industry right now. But Rhea is a multi-time champion. Doesn't like, matter. She's not a contender. She's already been a multi-time champion. But she Again, e, I said former champion. That's what I said, but Rhea isn't in the picture right now for that title because she's already a tag team champion. She's already a tag team champion. They right. already propped Xavier Woods. All I'm saying is, okay, if you're going to do Xavier like that, what are you going to do with Zelina? Because people are going to scream out, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. You got Xavier in you. You know, he's killing the ring. You know, Queen of the Ring Zelina. What about her shot? He, it, I don't think it... Nobody's it, saying that right now, it, though. It, I'm it, telling you. How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> e, you don't know that. <laughs> Nobody, you know, nobody's I mean, complaining. E, you, e, you don't know that. All I'm saying is it, it may look a little funny. You have Xavier already, you know, in that atmosphere. And Zelina is kind of not in that atmosphere for the women. And you had her win Queen of the Ring. If you didn't want her to win it, then damn it, you, you should have someone else win it. Okay, instead of so, her. Yeah, so you I, so I compare Liv Morgan and Zelina Vega, right? I'm pretty sure... Lil had a choice like okay you can be queen or you get a title shot which one you choose I would choose title shot any day of the week keep the damn crown now Zelina faced Dewdrop again because she beat Dewdrop for the crown and she defeated her again the following week she also had another match the following week after that but again this is heel versus heel Xavier is a face Roman is a heel that's the difference that's the only way that thing gonna work now Xavier's not gonna get a title shot but he's going to have a match one-on-one -on -one with Roman, which Brett put up a good point that Big E might interfere because Survivor Series is coming up in two weeks, where it's SmackDown versus Raw. 
And then you got the Raw champion is Big E versus the SmackDown champion and Roman Wait, Reigns. We interfere with what? Interfere with what? What do you mean interfere with what? With the Roman Reigns uh, Xavier match. Why? Because you have Kofi at ringside, but on Reigns side you got the Usos, which is two more, which is one more extra person. So at okay. that point, if it's just that, you know Roman's going to choke him out. Like literally with interference from from the Usos, because it's it's more than one person on on that side. So if you got Big E coming through and making the save, and have Xavier pin Roman, Roman's still strong because it took interference for it to happen, and it also sets up a match between Big E and Roman at Survivor Series, SmackDown versus Raw. That's an easy setup. Why would Roman need help, need interference to to fight Xavier Woods? Why, why would he need? Why, 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 why would he need? But well, ah, but why, why would he need interference in any of the matches he's been in? Why would the Usos know? interfere in the Roman Reigns Xavier Woods match? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? They do it every time. They do it every single time Roman Reigns is in a match. He, I don't he, think, they always come out. I don't think that's a good look. I would. I. I don't think he's that's a heel. Look. You don't need a heel. Again, it's a heel. <laughs> a heel do underhanded shit. <laughs> it's it's been like that since the beginning I, of the time. I still don't if think you in danger. They're losing I, something, the e, Usos I, come e, out and help out. Yeah, e, I hear you, but I disagree. I don't think they should do that. I don't think the Usos should interfere in a match with Roman and Xavier. I think that should be a clean match. Let's see who's the better man. No interference. Well, Roman's no going that match all day. Because is that you know Xavier's not going to beat Roman straight up on SmackDown? That ain't happening. Well, you, hey, you, you, you well, already know the end result before well, the match started. So why watch the match in the first place? Well, hey, no one said, no one thought Xavier would beat John Cena in that open challenge match, but Xavier gave it one hell of a shot, and John ended up winning. But we saw Xavier was his, he, we saw his skill set, and and I still mention that match to you, E. I don't I think, do. I don't I think it's do. a good look. I think Xavier and Roman should fight this clean. If Roman wins, Roman wins. Okay, Roman, so be it. Roman's no going really to yank his Xavier ass out. To win. No one really expects Xavier to win that match anyway. Yeah. So for you to have the Usos interfere with Roman, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me that the Usos would interfere in a match with Roman and they, Xavier Woods. Like, they, don't like, have to, like, they don't have that, to be that in the match. Really they can jump sense. Kofi they, and distract Xavier to the point where Roman takes advantage of that distraction. And at the, again, that's where Big E comes in. Because right now, you setting up SmackDown versus Raw. That's what you setting up. That is that's the bigger picture, not the current, but that's the bigger picture because you got to set up some type of story between Biggie and Roman for them to face each other because that will possibly or more unlikely be your main event for Survivor Series. You but can't just say you can't just say, "Oh, Biggie and Roman Reigns going to face each other and that's it." You got to have something built. But that doesn't help Xavier Woods. You're king of the ring. Xavier already got his ass whooped last week on Friday. I'm gonna let you know right now because yeah, he, he faced he faced the Usos and he got jumped along with the Usos and Roman and Kofi because Kofi and Xavier beat beat the Usos the night the week prior. He, Roman was pissed about it, which carried on the story. And Xavier went on one on one with one of the Usos. They got in Roman and the other Uso got in the ring and they whooped their ass. So again, that also leads up to the point that they're going to get jumped at this match. You, but so that for them to say Xavier, that doesn't help your king of the ring. I can see if Xavier didn't win the king of the ring, that'll be different. But Xavier Woods is the king of the ring. They Why won all the matches up match? until they last should, week. They should wrestle that match clean. E, in my opinion, they should wrestle okay. that match clean. If Roman, and I get it. So be but, it. But but, but if you have a week, it doesn't help Xavier Woods. Your your king of the ring. But you if you have a week. Roman, Roman doesn't, I don't think the stature of Roman Reigns, the people he's faced, 
I don't think it's a good look for Roman Reigns to get interference to face Xavier Woods. And that's no diss to Xavier. It's no diss. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it doesn't, I don't think it helps anybody. I don't care if, if Roman's a heel or not. It don't help it, it don't help your king of the ring, Xavier Woods, and it don't really help Roman because I'm like, okay, you're Roman Reigns. You need interference to beat Xavier Woods. Again, okay, here what Mio says. Creative, creative <laughs> is probably going to spend it like Roman underestimated Woods and the Usos try to jump in and Kofi jumps in. Then Big E comes from out of nowhere and drops Roman. Then at Survivor Series, Usos and New Day go at it at ringside while the ref is distracted. Seth Rollins sneaks up and Curtis stomps the fuck out of Big E, setting up their title match at a later date because Seth Rollins is the number one contender. He's just walking around with that contract, hasn't signed it yet, and never set a date. That's why he's parading around with that contract. That's what's end up going. I can guarantee you, I am 95% sure what Mios just said is going to happen on Friday because we watched WWE long enough to know that this, what Mio said, is not surprising. You, it, it's nothing. Roman don't need help, sure. We get that. He has beaten countless people. He's beaten Cena straight up. He's beaten Brock Lesnar. Yeah, minus some interference here and there. He's beaten Brock Lesnar. He's beaten one of the Usos. He's beaten Kevin Owens. He's beaten people left and right. He, he's over a year champion. But any given match, you can underestimate a mofo, and the Usos can't jump in. Now, there hasn't really been a match where one of the Usos at least showed up at ringside and got involved to some capacity to protect that title. That's no-brainer. But also, you got Xavier Woods winning matches even after King of the Ring up until last week, and then you get a habit of him being jumped by the Usos and Roman Reigns. You can't just all of a sudden just have a clean match after all this buildup. Because it, it won't make sense. So Uso is going to get involved. Big E's going to get involved to a certain capacity, and that's what's going to end up happening. Because that sets up the bigger picture where you got Woods and Kofi facing the Usos for those titles and eventually becoming tag team champions once again. It's the long game. It ain't just that situation. It's the long game. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm saying. All right, you got it. I hear you. That's what I'm saying. You got I it. Mean, from, like, think about it. Like, we you watch WWE long enough. What Mio saying is, is that's warranted? Do you think that's going to happen? Because you know that ain't shocking. You we know we watch WWE long enough to know what their habits are. I just want to see clean matches. You know, I mean, sometimes e all this interference. I don't really like it. I don't. I don't care for the interference. Sometimes yeah. I just want to see clean matches and made the course. best man win. That's all I'm saying. All this interference and just just for the sake of the storyline, I mean, is it it gets to a point to where it, it's it's too much, and it's like, okay, you mean to tell me these guys? I don't know, but that's me. That's me. That's me. I don't know. I don't Mills know. Said, if this comes to fruition, I shall be known as Mills the Prophet. <laughs> all caps. <laughs> Yo, I, like listen. The only time you saw clean matches is when. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, both of them faces. Nobody got to interfere in that. Uh, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, both of them faces. Nobody got to interfere in that. But if you're dealing with the heel, he'll do underhanded shit, any means necessary. They don't give a shit about a clean match or how sportsmanlike a match is. They don't give a shit about that. They're only holding the title. That is what heels do. That's what they're for. That's how they're used. They're not going to interfere all the time. But if shit ain't right, I'm going to go do some underhanded tactics. Ric Flair hit you in the balls. 
You know, he do that. He called the four horsemen. Triple H called DX. I call evolution. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it since the beginning of time, interference has always been a staple for a heel. E, and I, Roman is no different. E, e, I get it, and I understand that. You, you don't have to explain that to me. I know. We all know that. But what I'm saying is it's just, it's been a lot of interference. That's all that I'm saying. Like, for once, can we just get a clean match against two great wrestlers? You don't need all the interference all the time or majority of the time for, for a storyline. Like, I don't think it's necessary. Right. I don't. I mean, you know, every now and then, sure, E, do some underhanded shit. I get it. But when it gets to a point to where it's a lot of interference, it just it just becomes like eh, I don't personally like it. Yeah, I Me agree. Personally, it, don't, it don't have to happen every every single time. <laughs> but if it but it, it needs to happen when it's warranted, if that makes sense. But it don't need to happen every single time. Because at that point it becomes oversaturated and you're like, oh yeah, somebody's gonna interfere in this match. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I yeah, hate to compare these yeah, two. I hate to yeah, compare yeah, AEW. Yeah, 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 that's the problem. It, it's a problem when you know someone's going to interfere. That's even worse. It's even worse when you know someone's going to come interfere. You know what but I'm saying? Gonna be, it's like, predictable. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's predictable in time. So like, that's, that's what I'm saying. We know the format. Raw <laughs> SmackDown starts. Somebody talks for 15, 20 minutes. Oh, shit. There's a tag team match in the main event because of this talking. Or these two people are going to face each other because of the talking. Like, we know that's going to... You know, you, you see it you, you happening. Let me, let me ask you a question. And Mio's Top Gun, B-Seats, feel free to chime in, please. Because I really want to know your answer. Yeah. Roman Reigns versus Big E. Right. Would it be better if it's clean or if there's interference involved? Be honest. It's a Bible series? In general. Just, just you know, for for fuck's sake, in general, you know what okay. I'm saying. All would, right. So, would a match else. be better, clean, or with interference between Biggie and Roman? I got you know what? Me. You know what? Fuck it, fuck it. Let let's say Survivor Series. Interference. Survivor Series. Main event. Interference. interference. Okay. How about WrestleMania? Clean. Why? Uh, Survivor Series. Biggie just became champion. Like, I mean, honestly, he's a brand new champion. So to have him lose straight up, like as he just become a champion, that don't help Big E at all. That makes Roman look stronger. So if you got something to happen for to the point that where Big E loses and it took that for Big E to lose, Big E is still strong. Or if Roman loses and it took that to beat Roman Reigns, they both look strong. Yo, you, you do not want one champion look weaker than the other. But at WrestleMania, though, that can be straight up because he held that title a little bit longer. It's about the longevity of it. So, okay, so okay. Robert series is different. Okay. It's a different scenario. Royal Rumble. Uh, okay, you got two more months. It's <laughs> <laughs> still stretching it. It got to be WrestleMania. <laughs> it got. It got to be. It, it got to be WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, SummerSlam. That's there. That's that's clean. SummerSlam, WrestleMania, those are clean. <laughs> I love those it. are your two I biggest events of I love the it. year for WWE. Everybody's watching WrestleMania. But you Survivor Series 70. But Survivor Series is big too, E. Let's yeah. not discount Survivor Series. Yeah, that's but a, it ain't that's a staple be, pay-per-view too. Let's, but let's not be clear. Discount it. It's not SummerSlam and it's not WrestleMania. They ain't got 70,000 fans in either of those in Summer in Survivor Series. You know that. But Survivor Series, it, it ain't it, it ain't hell in a cell, E. 
Hell in a oh, Cell. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh no, no, I but, know. But but Survivor Series. Let's let's not discount Survivor Series. E. It's is. <laughs> and no, we oh. not. So the, so your <laughs> biggest one, your, your big four in WWE is Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. If you do the tier list, it's WrestleMania one, SummerSlam two, Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble three, Survivor Series four. So Survivor Series is at the bottom. At the so, bottom of the list, so and Big E just became champion. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a so, straight up match right now. It wouldn't be warranted. So what you're saying is it doesn't really matter the the skill set, the strength, whatever of the wrestler. It doesn't matter. It's just the pay per view. That's what matters to you. No, I'm not saying that. I'm remember what yeah, I said. That's kind of what you're saying. When did Big E again? <laughs> that, when that's did kind of what you're saying, E, in a roundabout type of way. When did Big E became champion? When he become champion? How long he's been champion? I don't know. You tell me. A couple months? Maybe a month and a half. Mm -hmm. at, at least. Okay. Who's who's the person that he faced to defend that title against? I don't know. One person. Who, who was it? One person. Drew McIntyre. That was that crown jewel. Right. He don't, he don't have any feuds. Seth Rollins is his next big feud. You can't have this man in a straight up clean match against Roman, especially if you want Roman to be your, your lead guy. And you you can't have Big E lose, and he just won that title a month and a half ago. You got to wait till WrestleMania, and if you have them two face each other, then you have a clean well, match what, at that point. What determines the length of of the time frame? Like how do how do you determine the length, E? You know what I'm saying? Because if we're just going off of the length, I mean, why does rest? Why must it stop at WrestleMania? Why? Because it's the biggest event in wrestling history. Okay. Yeah, because it means ten oh, times more if it's okay. an event than any other event. Okay, sure. Okay, fine, fine, whatever, whatever. Okay, if if, if that's how you want to play it, sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I I understand. And then, and then I Roman has several feuds that he won. Biggie hasn't gotten in a feud yet. I understand WrestleMania. I just don't put so much weight into these pay-per-views like maybe you or maybe someone else. To me, it just it has to make sense to me. I get longevity, I get the pay-per-views, I understand all of that. But I just don't put so much weight into it as far as time length and this, that, and the third. I'm just like, okay, cool. But my thing is when it comes to these interferences, you know what I'm saying? Like it'll be different if if Roman were to fight Big E and he was to say grab a chair or a kendo stick under the ring and beat Big Biggie over and, 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 and get a DQ, that's a little different than the Usos coming in, jumping Xavier or, or whoever to get the DQ. Like I look at that differently. You Man, know that could very well happen on SmackDown. Like Roman <laughs> could do something where he could DQ himself and he loses the match. Exactly, because Charlotte sometimes does that. Charlotte will grab a weapon and beat someone with it, or maybe a Becky. They don't necessarily have people come in to help them. You know what I'm saying? Now, does it make Charlotte or Becky look weak? Eh, depends, depends on your perspective. You know what I'm saying? But if Charlotte were to have people come in and help her, I think that would look worse. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because what you're telling me is Charlotte needs help from other people to beat a Bianca or a Becky versus Charlotte grabbing a chair and beating her ass with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the type of shit I look at. I look yeah. at. It. So I mean that that could very well happen. <laughs> but but again, but again, you got to set up a match between Biggie and Roman. Yes, 
overall, they're going to be one-on-one, but close to the end, that's where there's going to be a little bit of interference from Seth Rollins, more than likely, what Mills was saying. But again, check out the long term here. You're not doing Big E any favors if Roman beats Big E clean. You're but not doing do, him any favors. But how do you determine the length, though, E? How do you determine the length? But, but that's why I'm determining late. Look at look at he only been a, a champion a month and a half. He only okay. had one title me, defense, okay. and that wasn't a feud. That okay. was just a put together match. Okay. P- question: Let's say Big E and Roman fight at a WrestleMania, right? Yes. Let's say Big E wins it. Okay. Would it make sense for you, or would it would it would it would it bother you if Big E doesn't lose that title until the next WrestleMania? No, it wouldn't bother me. Okay. It won't bother me at all. I mean, hell, okay. Roman Reigns been champion over a year. So it's like, that don't bother me if Big E holds the title for over a year. I think nobody has no complaints about that. I mean, it's, this man worked his ass off. You know what I'm saying? He did not wrestle in the indies. You know, he you know he was offered, you know, a contract and stuff. He worked his ass off to that point. So it's well-deserved on Big E. But I mean, it, it, again, flip it. If Big E beats Roman clean at Survivor Series, that's not doing Roman any favors because that defeats the purpose on whoever is going to beat him for that title because the prestige is gone. He already lost the match because you building Roman is to be this person that is beating everybody. So you got to have somebody to beat him. But if somebody already beat him, you're gonna go. You're gonna always revert back to that Survivor Series that Big E beat Roman. But that's not going to happen. So. That's your rock in the hard play situation. That's why that interference part of it makes sense because that progresses the story between Big E and Seth Rollins because that's his first real feud with someone. And that that progressed him. As in Roman, he's been in several feuds already and he's just building up to a point of he facing somebody nine times out of ten is going to be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania because um, from what I read from reports, The Rock shot, shot down those rumors that he's going to be at this year's WrestleMania. Okay. Got it. So chances are it's going to be Brock Lesnar. Which that in itself is a toss up. Who knows if Brock going to beat Roman? What if Roman retains? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if what if what if he retains? Top Gun says Big E versus KO would be a better match. Than- uh no, it would not. I don't think wait, so. Wait, wait, what happened? What, what was that? What was that? Big going to say Big E versus Kevin Owens would be better match than and Seth. I don't think, man. Seth is a Seth. Seth and Kevin. Well, actually, I will put them on the same caliber because Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens from Ring of Honor and Seth Rollins also comes from the same same grain. I yeah, that's a hard that's a hard sell. Personally, I never cared for Kevin Owens. I'm be honest with you, I yeah. never cared for the guy. You know, but I feel you. So I would, I would, but I, I like Seth. I really do. Yeah, you know so, Seth is hilarious, man. man. Seth is hilarious. You saw his ass coming out in the ring, <laughs> come out last night. <laughs> what well, is, well, what I mean, the hell is he doing? Well, I mean, it's it's not even that. I, it's for me. I think Seth is the better wrestler, the better athlete. You know, I think Seth is. I think Seth is a total package compared to Kevin Owens. You know, now Kevin's a great heel. You know, I mean, we've already seen that. But I just never. I don't know. Like to me, Seth is the full package. And, you know, I think Seth is a star, you know, yeah. I, I do like the stars, 
and you know Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens just doesn't scream star. Now he was champion, and he you know he he's held the titles. I I get all of that. I get all of that. But it's just I don't know. I just think Seth is better than Kevin Owens in every sense of the word. <laughs> no, I think no, I think uh, Kevin Owens is a superstar, and and as big as a star as Kevin Owens as as Seth Rollins, but he's working with what he's been given. He's not getting handcuffs taken off of him. That's the difference between the two. Kevin Owens is a star, but again, this is WWE, so you got to work with what you get, what they give you. So that's that's the only reason why you don't see it, and I and I get why you don't, and I get it, like a hundred percent, I get it. But I mean, looking at his in ring work, what he does on the mic and whatever, he's holding back. But if you say he say if he's on a New Japan or an AEW, you will see a different Kevin Owens. Like you've seen a different Brian Danielson than you see in WWE. This Brian Danielson in AEW is wrestling very strong, stiff style, like as if, as if he's in New Japan or he's at the UK. This is a different style of wrestling. So the handcuffs are off of Brian Danielson. So all Kevin Owens needs is the handcuffs taken off of him. And I guarantee you, you're going to see a, a totally different Kevin Owens. You'd be like, God damn, where was he? Where was he? WWE has his handcuffs on certain people and handcuffs off of certain people. Some people got the luxury, some people don't. I don't think Kevin Owens do. But I don't know. But, I mean, you you like Kevin Owens. I mean, he's all right. I, I just don't really care for I him. I mean, I, I know his history. You know, I've just seen right. matches prior WWE. You right. know, I'm like, I know what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. It's like, just like Daniel Bryan. That Daniel Bryan. Is a freaking star, man. But if you compare compare like a side, a screen side by side between their styles, Brian Danielson and Daniel Bryan is a it's a night and day difference. Like you will leave her team. That's why I believe so much in him and Brock Lesnar going one on one because I know he will try to beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar because of how hard he hits. Right. You leave with marks every time you're in the ring. With the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, because right. he hits you stiff, and Brock Lesnar wants you to hit him stiff. Otherwise, he'll lay in, lay into his shit. From what I read, like if you're in a match with Brock Lesnar, he wants you to lay your stuff in. But if you kind of hold back, then you know he's gonna let you have it. But I, either way, I hear either you. way, I hear you. so <laughs> so we're gonna have another music break. I promise you, we're gonna jump into the uh. These segments here, Rogue Squadron, so new manga and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure release date. Sometimes we get lost in the sauce when it comes to wrestling, like we normally do. But uh, after the music break, <laughs> we're going to jump into some Star Wars Rogue Squadron. I know you're going to be interested in this, Rob, because I am too, and the listeners. So we'll be back. Imagine that I would be stuck around 
overrun by the zombies and umbrella. I'm in the RPD trying to find answers. I ran in the clear, but she not from here. She on the hunt for her missing brother. So we gon' pretend each other. The garage is filled with liquors. Mr. Rex is trying to kill us. Ada Wong is at the suspicious. I think she is on a secret mission. And I think that I'm catching feelings. Wait, I gotta go and save Sherry and Claire. Escape from the city, no time to be scared. Parking is loose, we gotta be rare. Not gonna lie, I wasn't prepared. Keeping the hope for getting scared. Train underground, we gotta get there. Sherry, don't worry. Me and Claire will keep you safe. Stay close by our side. And I promise that we'll escape. Yeah, we gotta go. Zombies all over the road. Out of control. Don't wanna do this alone. Do it alone. We gotta go. Zombies all over the road. Out of control. We cannot give up, brother, what they want. Abyss. It's my first day on the job and I'm alone in a cliff. Met a kid named Claire, now we look for Chris. We're running the gun and we pray to God we don't miss. It's a cold night, better pick it up and don't die. Always keep batteries handy for your torchlight. I'm not afraid of blood, get an ammo running low. Hear the body stuff, better keep your head low. I don't know what's going on inside the city. What I know is that umbrella is acting a super shifty one by one. We'll send more bodies to the coroner. Better watch your step betrayers lurking around the corners. Working is loose, we gotta be rare. Not gonna lie, I wasn't prepared. Keeping the hope for getting scared. Train underground, we gotta get there. Sherry, don't worry, me and Claire will keep you safe. Stay close by our side, and I promise that we'll escape. Yeah, we gotta go. Zombies all over the road, out of control. Don't wanna do this alone. Do it alone. We gotta go. Zombies all over the road, out of control. We cannot give up, brother, what they want. We back here for the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Earth's Matt, the mad scientist, and Thanos Rick, man. It's time to get into some other news here about some Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So, uh, Thanos Rick, are you ready for this little bit of news here? About yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard what happened. Well, the start of production on upcoming Star Wars movie Rogue Squadron has been delayed. Fuck this. Yes. Fuck <laughs> this shit it's been it's delayed man I, i'm i hate to tell you but uh yeah shit yeah it's, it's, it's bad it's bad while lucasfilm is currently focusing on an ever-growing slate of star wars tv shows for disney plus the studio still has plans for the galaxy far far away on the big screen following the theatrical hiatus of star wars the ride of skywalker uh franchise next movie will be rogue squadron from director patty jenkins the project was officially announced during Disney's Investor Day in December 2020. Now, Rogue Squadron has been scheduled for a December 2023 release, with Jenkins supposedly set to work on it prior, making Wonder Woman 3. Hopefully, Wonder Woman 3 is nothing like WW84, but whatever. Earlier this year, it was revealed the Rogue Squadron script is nearly complete, suggesting casting and filming updates will soon follow. However, there's been a hurdle in development and Rogue Squadron is getting pushed back. Now, now per THR, 
Rose Squadron production is being delayed. It was slated to start shooting at some point next year. The cause for the postponement is scheduling issues for Jenkins. It's unknown if Rose Squadron's release date will remain in place. Now, this change in plans may have something to do with Wonder Woman 3. Gal Gadot re recently confirmed Wonder Woman 3 script is being written, and Linda Carter is set to return in the DC sequel, which is the OG Wonder Woman. Now, while Wonder Woman 3 currently does not have a release date, it's definitely a, pro a priority for Warner Brothers, given the success of the previous two installments of the franchise. It's possible WW3 is coming together sooner than expected, causing Rose Squadron to be put on the back burner. Yeah. Sorry about that. Wonder Woman got in the way, Thanos Rick. Got in the way. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But I don't know about the success of WW84 because that movie was horrible. It was trash. It was trash to me. Did you like that movie at all? No. <laughs> See, this whole, that's what I'm saying. This whole conversation is, 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 is pissing me off. Now, hold on now. Now, it says... It got delayed, but not the date. The date didn't get pushed. But the, I think the filming, the production of it got delayed. So, I mean, honestly, we got till 2023 anyway. So even if it wasn't delayed, we still would have had to wait till 2023. I mean, if you if you delay the production, naturally you would delay the date, wouldn't you? I mean, that that's always been the case, right? Or True, or but not... But not or am I missing something here? I mean, normally, if you delay production on something, you may have to change the date a little bit. Yeah. I'm not saying by much, but that's normally how it happens, unless they, I don't know. I mean, you can try to rush it, but, you know, you, you risk fucking, fucking something up. You know, well, so, so it I'm, never said how long it was delayed for. I mean, hell, it could be delayed the next week. But then it didn't specify a time period. It just said it got delayed. And why was it delayed again? Uh, scheduling issues, quote unquote. Issues because of Wonder Woman three. Speculated that it's Wonder Woman. Think about that for a second, ladies and gentlemen. Wonder Woman three. <laughs> You're going to delay Star Wars Rogue Squadron for Wonder Woman three. I think Patty Jenkins is at the helm of Wonder Woman three. I think that's where the scheduling issue come in at. Because Wonder Woman is Warner Brothers. Star Wars is Disney. Two different entities. Okay. So I don't think it's I don't think it's the movie production. I think it's the, the workers for that movie production. You're delaying a Star Wars film for Wonder Woman 3. True. I, I, I get it. But what if Wonder Woman 3 script was already, you know, what if she signed on to Wonder Woman 3 first, then Rogue Squadron? So you got to go with what's first, right? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm getting annoyed. Okay, look. <laughs> look. I'm not saying that. Inspire Patty, let her do Wonder Woman, and then get someone else. Get Kevin Feige. Isn't Kevin Feige doing Star Wars movies now? Like I, yeah, I heard. but you know, you know, you okay. got Eternals, and you know, he just did that. Spider okay. Well, I mean, you know, but, but he but, got a lot of irons in the fight, which means it could get delayed even further if you're just going to fight it, you know. The person at the helm and get somebody else. Well, that means you're looking at 2024, 2025. Jesus Christ. You know, like, okay. like, well, like let's, let's not be hasty here. 
It's not putting the cart before the horse. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Delay it. Delay all of it. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> I don't give look, a shit. Look, I didn't know. Look, put it like this. I didn't know it was going to be a movie. I thought it was going to be a series. That's what I thought initially. So this right here is new news to me. Listen, if, I'm, Star, if I'm showing my Star Wars bias, you're right. I am. You know what I'm saying? You are. Wonder Woman 2 is trash. You know what I'm saying? So Very. The fact that I'm hearing you're going to delay Star Wars, my beloved Star Wars, over Wonder Woman. Speculated. Yeah, okay. Speculated. Speculation. Speculation. They just said scheduling issues, but, you know, they brought up <laughs> they brought up Wonder Woman 3, so, you know, you can kind of put two and two together. All right. Got it. Got yeah, it. so BC's ass was was being delayed. Star Wars Rogue Squadron is being delayed because of scheduling issues, quote unquote. And people for are speculating Wonder that Wonder Woman, Woman three is the reason. Was that for Wonder Woman three? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what to tell you, man. Star Wars or Wonder Woman? I'll take Rogue Squadron. I'm gonna tell you right now. The first Wonder Woman was great. It was phenomenal. And you couldn't follow that same formula with WWE 84. Like, you couldn't do that. Like, you, uh, it was just a step down. It was a step down. And I'm thinking, no, I know, you're a Star Wars head. I am too. I am too. I'm with you, Thanos Rick. I am with you 110%. I'm with you. I'm just... I'm just throwing darts at it. I'm just throwing darts in the dark. That's all I'm doing. I'm like, maybe this is what it is. Maybe this, you know, just keep the same director because if you change the directors, then you got, you got more trouble on your hands. All right. Well, I guess just, we'll have to wait. Just, just take I a guess, breath. I guess, I, guess, I guess we'll wait for Wonder Woman 3 and then we'll get our Rogue Squadron. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Thanos hey, Rick is beside hey, himself. Hey, I can't wait for Wonder Woman 3 to come out. You know what I'm saying? Sarcasm is ridiculous. Sure. Hey. <laughs> hey, I will be first in line for that Wonder Woman 3. I can't <laughs> <get that. laughs> you know, Star Wars, what's that? Who cares? You know, I, I don't care about that, you know, but I do want to see Wonder Woman 3. I do. Shit. I do. Matter of fact, E, we should all go watch it together. Me, you, Top Gun, Mios, Max, Beast. All the Geek Corner listeners. We should all just go watch Wonder Woman 3 together. You know oh, what I'm saying? I'm sure we would enjoy it. I love it when, when Thanos Rick goes on these rants, man. Because no, go, no, go ahead. Go Stay on the soapbox. I'm, I'm not ranting. I'm not ranting. I'm not ranting. <laughs> You're being I'm, rational. I'm just really excited to see Wonder Woman 3. That's all. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, I I'm really excited to see Wonder Woman three. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna ask you this question here now. This is off. This is off subject. Two things, because I gotta I gotta make you laugh. So, um, the first question is now: Did you purchase X Men Avengers Blood Ties yet? Not yet. What is your What is the problem? Uh, not yet. I'm just been busy with other stuff. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to it. You got your cell phone with you right now, right? I have, I have I need to charge it. It's about to die. You know? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so, so, all right. Remember I told you I bought a RoboCop uh, from Higher Toys, right? I don't know why you did that shit, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. God. 
Uh, I forgot how much you you just hate on RoboCop. I'm like, hey, listen, have you ever awful. played? Have, have you played RoboCop versus Terminator on Sega Genesis? That movie is awful. No, it is not. It is not Thanos. Speaking of movies, though, I am going to go back and watch Lord of the Rings because you know the extended versions are on HBO Max. So I'm gonna watch that original trilogy. You know what, E? Maybe they'll introduce RoboCop in Wonder Woman three. Wouldn't that be? You something? know what? No, no, we're not doing that. We have we're RoboCop doing that. and a Wonder Woman movie. We can bring the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that bro okay and wonder woman 3 why not we got we gotta focus we gotta focus it so i bought a robocop from higher you know from higher toys on amazon right and it came in the mail and it's it's fully detailed it's like it's, it's full of details like posable it's gonna run around i can change the hands out put the gun up and all the other stuff now i come in my office this morning get ready for the show and I never paid attention to the name. And I got a good look at the name. It doesn't say Robocop. It says Robert Cop. I look what the fuck is this? Robert Cop? I shit you not. It says Robert Cop. I'm like, what? <sighs> no, it's Robocop now. It is Robocop. Like it's it's not. It's not a, a fake figure at all. It's fully detailed, gun and everything. But the, but the spelling of the name, it just says Robert Cop. I'm like, what? But but then again, then again, uh, let me see. Higher Toys is, uh, I think it's uh, China. So because RoboCop is on the bottom. It says RoboCop 2, TM at 1990, Orion Pictures Corporation. So... Who I, so basically, whoever put out the packaging, they just misspelled the actual title name or whatever. So I, I was gonna initially keep it in the box, but you obviously I took Robocop out the box and I posed him and I put him on top of the other Robocop figure I got. Yeah, Robert Cop. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Story of my life. Trash. It's all trash. I wish, but have you played RoboCop versus Terminator I on wish, Sega Genesis? I wish every RoboCop toy freaking blanket comforter costume. Uh-huh. I wish it all just burn up in flames. Just you know burn up in flames. Just on fire. Uh-huh. One of the worst movies in the history of American cinema. No, no, it is not. No, it is not. Thanos, Rick. No, it is not. I am surprised. Listen, listen. all right. Now, what I'm about to say is very. Robocop. <laughs> Robert Cop kicks butt. <laughs> okay, this, is, this is getting out of hand now. This is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> I was just like, what? Robert Cop, man. Robert Cop. Excellent. <sighs> <laughs> I'm tired. Are we done? No, we're we not done. done. I'm tired. We I got two more. I need to take a We got two more analysis, man. We got two more analysis to do. Wonder man. Woman 3, Robocop. I'm tired. Robocop. Now, this, what I'm about to say is very <laughs> controversial, all right? Terminator 2 is one of my favorite action movies of all time. Let me put that out there. Let me put that disclaimer out there. Before I say this, when they made the movies that made us, the first movie that they put on, Action movie was Robocop. It wasn't Terminator. Terminator ain't even there yet. What's your point? 
What's your That's point? My point. I'm what just is, saying. What is your point? So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just tell you right now. As much as how you personally feel about RoboCop, RoboCop is still a cult classic. Just letting you know. And they made RoboCop versus Terminator for Sega Genesis, which is a phenomenal action game, by the way. If you haven't, per- you haven't played that, you should. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. You should. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to play. Why is that? Because you hate RoboCop. This man, Cap. <laughs> did you buy that for a dollar? <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. Robocop. You, you, see, see, if you know Robocop, you would have known that reference. You would have known that reference. I buy that for a dollar. See, you you would have known that. You sound, you would have known that. You sound like a damn. <laughs> you would have known that. <sighs> All right. Just saying. All righty. Okay. Okay. Right. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> to the dumpster. That's where you belong in the goddamn dumpster. No, Go he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he he defeated Ed two oh nine. He defeated a whole a big ass robot on his own. Two of them, two cyborgs. Terminator killed humans. You know, killed humans. You know he he needed some help help against the liquidator. Robocop didn't need help. Just give me a rocket pack and a and a rocket launcher and a machine gun. Okay. We do work out here. All we right. put in work. All right. Just saying. But yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We got some uh Madcap uh Ben Lamb said Robocop and Starship Troopers are classics, especially Starship Troopers. That's my jam right there. Please tell me you like Starship Troopers, Rob. It was okay. <sighs> <Here we go. laughs> Moving was- on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so uh the latest hey, issue- hey what- top gun, top gun. If they put the Wonder Twins of Woman, Wonder Woman three, I would go see it. Oh, so you put that ahead of Star Wars since, since the Wonder Twins are gonna be in it? Hey, Wonder Twins is greatness, man. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy. you put it ahead of Rose Squadron. All right. No, you, never, you heard it. No, no, never that. But if it's delayed because of Wonder Twins, I understand. <laughs> wow. I, I understand. You turn coat. You Benedict Arnold. I don't like it. I don't like it, Eve. Do this. I understand. I understand. Yeah. You understand. Oh, Thank you, Tom. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> you understand. Thanks. So, so manga news out here. So the latest issue of Weekly Shonen Jump was released on November 7th. Uh, 49th issue this year has announced three new manga series that are about to begin running in the magazine. Debuting across the subsequent weeks for the rest of November, the first series to debut will be Ayashimon. A manga by Hell's Paradise creator Yuji Kaku, Hell's Paradise, which ran for three years, was a dark fantasy series set in set in the Edo period of Japan's history, which followed a captured ninja set to be executed, but offered a mission to retrieve an elixir of immortality in exchange for a pardon. Um, <clears throat> Ayashimon is said to be an action series followed a war following a war in the underbelly of society, and appears to take place in a roughly modern world. In contrast to Kaku's previous work with his historical setting, Ayashimon is set to start off with a bang, gracing the cover of next week's Shonen Jump and opening with a 50-plus page first chapter. Now, <clears throat> in this, in the issue scheduled for November 22nd, 21, um, is the schoolyard comedy series Mamori. Uh, Shugamaru will also begin its run. The series will be written and drawn by Daiki Ihara, Best known for the One Piece spinoff gag comic, One Piece in Love, 
which saw release in 2018. Ehara also wrote the brief three-chapter series Yukimi uh, Dafuku, um, which was another romantic comedy series. As a relative newcomer, Mamore uh, Shugamaru seems right in Ehara's wheelhouse. The series plot is described as a revolving around a weird guard who begins working at the school. Finally, there is November 29th of this year's issue of Shonen Jump. We introduce Doron Dororon, a fantasy series centered on a battling against demons. Doron Dororon was first teased several months ago. The character design shown them seem shown seem to suggest that this series will be set in the modern era as well, although little has actually been revealed. The series attributed to Osuka Gen, a magaka best known for creating the series Golem Hearts, which ran for 15 chapters in 2017 and 18. And while the new series began running in Shonen Jump on a fairly regular basis, it's uncommon to see so many new series starting in the same month. The cancellation of the Hunter's Guild Red Hood after only 18 chapters is being almost directly replaced by a Yashimon, while Mamore, Shugumaru, and Dororan seem to be new additions entirely. <clears throat> so for you manga readers out there, you got some new manga coming your way. And finally, the last bit of news here for you JoJo Bizarre Adventure fans out there. I know you are excited because I, I am excited just the same. <clears throat> now, the next season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure will premiere on Netflix worldwide on December the 1st. Netflix revealed a premiere date during its Anime Day live stream. The next season of the anime will reportedly be released in multi-episode batches with the first batch comprising of 12 episodes. Netflix did not announce how long Stone Ocean will run for. The next season of the show will adapt part six of <clears throat> Hirohiko Araki's long-running manga, which is the second longest arc in the entire series at 158 chapters. The longest arc in the manga, Diamond is Unbreakable, adapted 174 manga chapters and 39 uh, anime episodes and was released over the course of nine months in 2016. Now, a new trailer which shows Jolene's meeting with J Jotaro <coughs> was also revealed during the live stream. Now, the new, the new art takes place 10 years after the conclusion of Golden Wind, storyline and centers on the life of a new Joestar descendant, Jolene Cujo. Now, blamed for a suspicious car accident that causes her lover's death, Jolene is sent to a prison in America's classiest state, Florida. While serving out her sentence, Jolene receives mysterious pendant and a visit from her father, Jotaro Kujo, the protagonist of Stardust Crusaders arc. Drawn into her family long-running conflict with Dio, Jolene teams up with other imprisoned stand users to take down the prison's chaplain, Father Enrico Pucci, who wants to recreate the entire universe based on Dio's design. <clears throat> now, JoJo's still have plenty to look forward to following the Stone Ocean's art debut. Um, Araki previously confirmed that the manga will continue with a ninth part tentatively entitled JoJo Lands. The new art was announced the same day that the final chapter of part eight, JoJo uh, Lion, was published. Araki went on to break after JoJo Lion's conclusion, and JoJo Lands will be published sometime after he returns from his vacation. A spin-off series focused on the ongoing adventures of Josuke, the protagonist of Part 4, will be written by Boogie Pop, I'm sorry, Boogie Pop, and others, Kohei Kodano, and will feature art for No Guns Life, Tatsuko Karasuma. The new manga will be published in Japan on December the 18th. That's for you, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Have you ever watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Thanos Rick? I have. Which ones? Which, uh, which seasons? 
I saw the first one. Okay, well, what you thought about the first one? I liked it. <clears throat> um, not bad, not bad. You know, I wanted to check it out. You know, mm-hmm. you know, because the fan base for JoJo is is large. Very. I don't think people really understand. Like, you know, there are a lot of JoJo fans out. I didn't. I didn't know it was so many. But you know, the franchise is 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 like you say a a, a cult. Cult following, whatever you were saying about that trash ro- RoboCop shit, but oh, you know, and RoboCop it is. But yeah, anyway, continue to, to all the to all the, the the JoJo fans. This is definitely this is a big deal. This is a big deal, and I <laughs> I respect that. I hope it's good. You know, and we'll just keep it rocking. You know, so so what's your thoughts on Dio? So you, so you finished the first season, right? I would assume. Did I finish? The first season? Mm. No. No. I think I might have caught the first three, two, three episodes. Ah, but you know Dio. What was your thoughts on Dio? When the last time you watched it? I put it like that. Well, no. Let me. Let me. <clears throat> you know, trying to think. Joe. Well, my thoughts is. Uh, I mean. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's cool. I mean, I. I. I'm not a fan. Well, see, I ain't say the show now, but I can understand the first season throwing you off. But I'm like Dio, the, the actual character. No, Dio again is is Dio's cool. I, I just Dio's cool. He's Dio's cool. I, I just I just I I don't have I don't have a thought on it on on Dio. To be honest, I, I don't. I mean, it's I was just you know going in clean slate, and this you no. Know, I mean, Dio's cool. I mean the. The characters are cool. Yeah, but, I mean, it, 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 it's an. I put it like this: JoJo Bizarre Adventure is a quiet taste. It well, that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't want to disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not, not my typical watch. You know, but it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Not the biggest fan, but you know, I I understand it. I get it. And again, large fan base, a lot of fans out there. So I don't want to say anything crazy. <laughs> you know. No, no, no. I mean, because it, it's some people. Okay, I can give you my story. You know, make you feel a little safer to, you know, open up a little bit. So, my I, my first introduction to JoJo Bizarre Adventure was the third season, Stardust Crusaders, which is on Netflix. So basically, actually. So let me see. Part one, part two, part three, part four. Diamond, you know, Diamond is Unbreakable, and then you got part five in Golden Wind. Okay, so Stardust Crusaders was my intro, right? I could not stop watching it because Stardust Crusaders takes a different turn than what you see in the first season. Because in the first season, you know, the first three episodes. You see Jonathan Joestar, right? You see right, this right. girl. You introduce the Dio, but you because you stopped at episode three, so you don't really realize how much of a dick Dio is. 
He is the king of dicks. Like, he is a son of a bitch. Like, he well, is what well, I mean, bad guys... A, huh? Yeah, he's a villain. I mean, he... he <sighs> he's a little more than that. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Yeah. He's what villains aspire to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, it, would, it's, it's, it, but it's, he barely scratched the surface on what you've seen. Like, he does some heinous shit. Some heinous shit. And it just keeps stacking. The stuff that he does. and But... He's swag with it. He's really swag with it. But I think now I will tell you the second season, um, it it does it has a lot of martial arts in it, right. to be honest. Um, because you learn about Hamon and how to use that, the power of the sun, basically. And then Stardust Crusaders takes a different turn. So it elevates. So basically, I can tell you this <clears throat> if you have strong psychic energy. Yeah, you can manifest a being. Um, you can manifest a being that only you and other stand users can see. So, if so, basically, say I'm gonna just use a fan sense because you you can have a name for it. So for Jotaro Kujo, his is Star Platinum, but it has a full body imagery. It's super strong. It's super fast, and it can stop time. If 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 he wants to. But a human can't see Star Platinum, but another stand user can see it. So, but all these stands, which that that strong psychic manifestation, each of them, each user have a different ability. Right. Some have a long distance user. Some have a close proximity user. So you got to you, and the thing is, nobody is like completely OP that you can't beat them. So everybody got to got to have some type of strategy to beat this certain opponent. Right. So it so Stardust Crusader was my introduction, which in turn made me go back to watch Treat It Like Star Wars. How about that? Treat it like Star Wars. Never. Yeah. But no, no, here's what I'm saying about that. You know how we started with Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, but then later we was introduced to the prequels much later? Right. Yeah. So treat JoJo like that. Watch Stardust Crusaders, watch part three first. Okay. Then go back and watch part one or two. Then you then that that makes it a little bit easier to digest. Okay. Okay. Noted. Yeah. So treat it like that. And that's how I did it. And that's how I got into it. And pay attention to the music too. Pay attention to the characters because each character is named after a, a music artist or a song from a certain artist or certain techniques are named after certain artists. Like I think there's one. Uh, I think there's a user in part five named after, uh, called Biggie Smalls. Yeah, so it, it's stuff like that. Noted. Noted. So yeah, just, just to let you know. But Stone Ocean, I cannot wait for Stone Ocean, man. Woo! It, 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 I put it like this. Stardust Crusader is what you want to watch, dog. Because I, I know you like martial arts and I know you, know, you like me. That is the perfect one to watch. I'm not overselling it, and that that can get you that get, that gets you where you need to be. Okay. So, but yeah, man, but check it, yo. This is our show for today. We'll be back at tomorrow at 10 a.m. Also, for you Patreon users out there, myself and Thano Rick later later on tonight, we're gonna do our uh, <clears throat> I do our, our Zoom call where we're gonna do 
uh, comics declassified. So if you are a subscriber to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix, we're going to put that comic declassified in the $5 column along with the November edition of, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, the November edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine, which will be coming out very, 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 very soon along with that. So the first comic book character we're going to declassify is Deathlock. You're like, who the heck is Deathlock? We're going to explain that and the storyline and all that stuff. So <clears throat> be on the lookout tonight um, for that new video to drop from myself and uh, Thanos Trade declassifying Deathlock and all of his splendor. Because you probably ran across him before and didn't realize it was him. Well, keep in mind, he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He, ah, see? There you go. There you go. That's part of it right there. For those who forgot, I don't know if the listeners watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he was on that first season, um, so. Yep, very, yep. Very pivotal, Absol- very pivotal, so, you know. Absolutely, positively correct, but yeah. So, can't wait to do that, and we will be, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time with some more geekdom goodness. You got anything else for the listeners out there, Thanos Rick? Hey, Stranger Things Season 4, trailer is out. Go check it out. It is beautiful. Yes, definitely go check it out and go to orangephoenixmedia.com to check out our apparel. Click on the apparel section. If you just want to read uh, the October edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine or the September or the August or the July or the June, we got all the issues lined up in orangephoenixmedia.com. You can click on any of the digital magazines, uh, make your order. You can, you know, play Sudoku, Sudoku, Word Finds, read the articles that myself, Thanos Rick, <clears throat> all my uh, Orange Phoenix staff, Actually, write about as far as reviews, anime, comics, manga, Japanese interpretations, you name it. We nerd it. We got all that stuff in there. So uh, without further ado, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 8, 10 a.m. Eastern. Till next time. Peace. Peace.